Happy Friday, Wits Uppians. I was hoping to get this podcast out about ooh, four or so hours ago, but technology has square kicked me in the behind today. So a quick, well, it wasn't actually that quick, but it was a trip to the audio shop and I am back with some new podcasting equipment and quite a few dollars missing from my bank account. Don't tell my husband. Anyway, technology is awesome when it works, but my God, can it suck when it decides to just stop working. I've got these horrid flashbacks to my first Challenge Roth appearance and I uh, hadn't charged my DI2 battery enough. And then the following year, I just flat out forgot to put the battery on my bike. Have you heard those stories? I won't go into it now, but ask around. I'm sure my stupidity has become somewhat of a story in amongst triathlon circles. Anyway, today we are chatting with Aussie triathlete Charlotte McShane. Uh, and I actually caught up with Charlotte uh, during our time at the AIS a few months ago. So we were huddled in my little dorm room uh, with a heater on, blankets on. It was pretty chilly. I think it was about zero degrees at that time in Canberra. Uh, discussing all things veganism, her blended accent, gymnastic party tricks, her engagement to Brendan Sexton and so much more. Now, at the start of each recording, I need to record a little bit of silence first for editing purposes. So that's where we've kicked off this podcast. Shh. It's like when you're in school and you're not meant to laugh. I really wanted to laugh. <laughs> Did you ever in school, when they say, you know, sit up straight and you do that whole cross leg and you, you're almost like popping your ribs trying to stick your chest <laughs> out more? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Yeah, I still do that. Really? Yeah. When you're being told off by Jamie or told what to do by Jamie? Yep. 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 Yeah, right. Every day. Were you a good student? No. Growing up, you weren't a good student? No. No, I wasn't a bad student, but I just struggled to concentrate, so I probably wasn't the best student. Really? Yeah. Concentrating yeah. in, uh, like, what was your worst subject? Uh, probably math. I was going to guess math. I don't really? know why, but I was going to guess uh, that. Yeah, no, not my thing. Math really? or sciences, and I always tried to. I always wanted to do the highest one, so I'd always choose the really hard subjects, and I wouldn't go very well at them. But I was so ambitious. But by the time I actually had to study, I, I hated it, so I wouldn't. That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything in life now that replicates that kind of behaviour? Um. Yeah, probably. I guess. Uh. In training, sometimes we're given options, whether it might be a harder one or an easier one. And more than often, I'll go for the hard one before getting halfway through and realizing that it's probably a little bit too hard for me. <laughs> and then I have to step back, which isn't always great for your uh, your mind, but yeah. that's okay. How funny. <laughs> Whatever, what, what else um, in school? Um, I assume you're pretty good at PE. Yeah. 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 I, well, I'm not very good at ball sports. There's ah. a lot of ball sports. Yeah. I I just had this conversation with Ash. Yeah. Um and I do have a excuse yeah. me, I do have a theory that most triathletes are no good at ball sports. No, no. So if I threw something at you now. Yeah, I wouldn't catch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't even move. Really? Yeah. Alright, hang on. I'm gonna give you something. Hang on. No. I'm actually warning you. Ready? Yep. I got it. That was that was the easiest throw ever. That's a little present. I'm getting. I get all of my guests a little present. 
This is for you. You can open it up. Really? Yeah. It's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of nervous. Don't be nervous. <gasps> Are they like chocolate coated fruits and nuts and stuff? Yeah, and they're vegan. Oh, thank you. These are my favourite, like, snacks, like chocolate-coated fruits and nuts. Really? Uh-huh. Like, for real. Wow, yep. I did good. I, I did text Brendan and say... Oh, did you? Well, he... So I said... That's really nice. Thank I, you. No no worries. I did say to him, um, what uh, what was your sweet of choice or whatever? Yeah. And he, he said... What do you reckon he said? Uh, like, treat, I said. Like What's treat. your treat? Chocolate-coated stuff he did not didn't he no. what did he say he said donuts oh yeah i do like donuts okay. <laughs> but i then, like all the things all the things and stuff yeah. and that no he did then say if you find her some vegan chocolates which i hadn't even even though i know that you're vegan i just didn't even think about it yeah but the lady in the shop was very oh, good and that's what she thanks, recommended that's really nice there's goji berries in there as oh. well like a, are they are they a power food or yeah something? they're like fancy super food. they're super fancy yeah it costs mm. heaps of money. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. This whole present thing. So mm. you clearly haven't listened to any of the podcast mm. because yeah, unbelievable. I know. Um, I will. Yeah, you should. Listen you to should. this one. <laughs> no, I'll listen to them all. <laughs> so up yourself. I listen to myself. <laughs> um, no, I tr- I've started. I've. I'm trying to start this thing where I buy each one of my guests a present mm-hmm. and hope that the next person has actually listened and will start bringing me presents. Okay. But so far, I'm. Zero for five. All right. Yeah. Yeah. To spread the word. Yep, I will do. And I'm happy with coffee. Yeah. Or, or beer. Okay. Or, or wine. Okay. Or <laughs> chocolate covered. Yeah. You, we can share. Uh, uh, sure. Are they as good as normal chocolate? They're better. I shouldn't say normal. That's yeah. that's wrong. Sorry. I will try one later. Yeah. We've got to do lots of talking, so yeah. I don't want to be eating and... Getting fruit stuck it, in your throat. Yeah, and I've got a white top on and, mm. yeah, it's hard <laughs> enough. To, I actually got that dirty from throwing the bike in the car today, which was awesome. I also got extremely exhausted from following you guys. Actually, let's talk about that just quickly. Uh-huh. We're, we're sitting at the AIS in this lovely little cell of a room. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Um, you guys have spent a few weeks here um, doing a lot of testing. Um, can you talk us through what what you've been up to and how, how all this testing and, and whatnot um, is affecting your training? Um, you said the other day that you feel like you're a little bit of a caged animal a little bit in here. So just, just talk us through what's been going on. Yeah, so we've been here at the Australian Institute of Sport for almost a month now. We uh, came straight after the Gold Coast World Series. So um, we're obviously, we're here for a training block and uh, we have access to all the facilities here plus all the service providers, which is pretty cool because um, a lot of these people we get to communicate with uh, through email quite often, but to actually be here in person is a different level. Um, But we're also taking part in a nutrition study which is uh, looking at the effect of a low-carb diet versus a high-carb diet uh, during high-intensity sessions. Um, so that's been pretty interesting. Uh, we've done about two weeks where uh, we were in two different groups, but we had to swap halfway through, so all of us got to experience both the diets. <laughs> um, so we've had little pieces of results back, but... Uh, It'll probably be a few months till we get the final results of 
how it actually went down. Cool. And has that been tough um, being vegan? Like, um, I guess in terms of variety of food yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, Greg Cox, who's, uh, you know, heading up the study, he's awesome with, like, making sure all our needs are met. So he actually, on the low-carb days, he actually specially cooked me a few vegan meals. Which, wow. Um, were awesome because otherwise it would be pretty plain tofu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a vegan diet tends to be quite high in carbs, so um, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was a bit nervous about that, but yeah, I managed to get through it just fine. And uh, yeah, yeah, fortunately, the staff here were awesome looking after me. And have you learned any new recipes that you can add to your repertoire? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah. Uh, there's a few new things that Coxie's showed me, so uh, yeah, I'm actually energetic enough to try some new stuff I Excellent. will yeah do you get sick of being like the the vegan poster child in triathlon Ah, uh, uh, not really it's kind of fun well I mean I don't at the moment I don't feel like I deserve to be called a vegan just yet because uh, I've been vegetarian most of my life yeah um, and it's only the past year and a half that I've uh, managed to get away from dairy and eggs uh, but I'm still yet to travel overseas and completely be try and be vegan. So that's going to be the tricky part this year. Yeah, uh, right. Last year I was a bit on and off because uh, I was still kind of transitioning to it. Yeah. But um, this year I'm going to obviously try and be 100%, which I have been since I've been in Australia. Yeah. But um, traveling can kind of be a bit tricky. So I'm looking forward to seeing how I go. Is that just because of the access to to particular fresh food and things yeah, like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in Australia, we're so fortunate that we have yeah. such a huge variety of all different types of food. Yeah. Um, you know, there are so many different types of uh, diets out there that, um, you know, gluten-free and everything. So, And we're really fortunate that we have access to that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, quite a few countries that we go to, it's not quite like that. Um, so yeah, it'll be more of the traveling yeah, side right. of things that'll be tricky, but I'm looking forward to seeing how I go. I think I just have to prepare yeah. myself a bit more and be yeah. a bit aware of that. I think that's the key with, with nutrition for anyone yeah. really. And eating a healthy balanced diet is, yeah. is preparation. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, airport <laughs> food for anyone can be quite tricky sometimes if you want to actually yeah. stay on track and eat well and not yeah. have too much junk it can always be a bit tricky so you should probably always prepare anyway do you have any tips i mean I, i'm asking this because recently um i got given a few tips for traveling just to staying healthy and yeah i always make sure that i take um sports drink mm -hmm. with me for hydration and this, this is probably a bit gross but i use a nasal spray yep Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. I also put Vaseline in my nostrils okay. to, to keep it oh, all like, like moist, moist and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard the Vaseline one. I haven't done that. But um, we also use uh, like liquid eye drops because ah, um, your okay. eyes also get quite dry. Yeah. But definitely keeping hydrated, uh, having healthy sort of snacks on hand yeah. is good. But to be honest, my biggest one with traveling, especially long haul traveling is trying to get into the time zone yeah, like as good as possible. So that means avoiding like the midday naps 
Yeah. Even if you feel crap, just avoid it. Go to bed early and uh, just be super strict with that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I always make sure I am and I never really have a problem with jet lag. So okay. I definitely reckon it helps. Yeah, right. Yeah. I uh, Someone got me onto melatonin drops mm-hmm. and it was the most incredible thing I'd ever tried. Yeah. You've, you've done that before? I haven't tried them. No, I like don't really need any help with sleeping, so I'm pretty fine, but... Yeah, I know a few other athletes that take that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go on a bit of, bit of a – well, I was going to say we were going to go on a tangent, but that just started yeah, on a ta- now tangent. now we're talking about travelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, I was having a discussion about you the other day. Uh, with who? I can't say. Okay. No, <laughs> no it, was, it wasn't it was um, a good or bad discussion. It was yeah. just a discussion. And – we, my friend was trying to figure out where your accent was from. Uh, and I was like, I'm pretty sure she, you were born in Scotland and then came out to Australia. And he, I can't remember, he thought you were American. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's an idiot though. Yeah. Uh, but can, so based on that, can you can you give us a bit of a rundown of your childhood sort of growing up and, you know, where, where, you, you're, where you were born and yeah. how you came to Australia and... Well, based on my accent, when do you think I came to Australia? Last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, based on your accent, there's no way in hell I would have said that you were Scottish. Yeah. But you've just got such a unique voice. That makes it sound so nice. Well, take it. Voice of an dulcet tones, voice of an angel, that kind of thing. Well, you haven't heard me talk to my family because when I talk to my family, I completely switch. Really? Yep. Can you pretend like you're talking? No, like, on and your I mom? can't do that. Everyone asks me to do that. You'll have to. Do they? Yeah. Oh, damn it! I hate being like everybody yes. else. You'll have to hang around when I'm on the phone to someone. That's what the other guys that I train with do. Really? They, so this yeah, is they a thing. And they listen. Yeah, it's like a thing. So you go full Scottish? Yeah. Wow. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. So when did you come here? Okay, so I'm um, gonna guess five. No, no. Twelve. I moved to Australia when I was 16. I was well. Um, so that was about 10 years ago now. Okay. Um, uh, I grew up in Scotland. Uh, I went to school in Glasgow. So I actually... <laughs> school? Yes. I actually had a very thick Glaswegian accent, um, which doesn't sound anything like this. Yeah, and we moved to East Gippsland in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, we're about three and a half hours out of Melbourne. Yeah. Um, which, like, I didn't know anything about Australia when we moved out. So, um, yeah. That Did was all you know was like shock. kangaroos and sharks? And, Kangaroo yeah. sharks. Uh, the neighbors TV show. Yes. Uh, oh, because that's massive in the UK. Yeah, it's huge, yeah, yeah. and it they make it look like it's always warm, but it's not actually always that warm. And <laughs> I remember when we first moved over. I think we moved in October or November, and it was freezing like, really it was wet and it was cold and i remember like and the houses in australia in in scotland it's very very cold but your house is always warm it okay. could be like two degrees and snowing and raining and windy outside but you'll be walking around in your house in shorts and t-shirt yeah. because they're just they're made to be warm yeah right but the houses in australia aren't made like that wow and i remember when the first week we were uh over here it was absolutely freezing and my dad actually apologized to us for like taking us over and saying it's going to be so nice the weather's amazing and yeah but fortunately uh 
that changed pretty quickly. And yeah. Yeah, we never really looked back. So what actually, I, I assume, is your dad's job? Um, so we, I guess we'd always sort of uh, wanted to move somewhere yep. with a slightly better climate. <laughs> uh, I guess that's the nicest way to say uh, it. So, and she says while well, you're in Canberra as well, and it was like zero degrees <laughs> yeah. this morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the main reason. And uh, I actually have uh, grandparents who live in Florida. So we had plans to one day move there as a family, but it's it's very difficult to move to uh, America. Yeah. So that was going to, we'd applied for our visas and everything, but that was going to take probably 10 years or so. Really? Yeah. And it's funny because once we moved over here and we had our citizenship, it actually got accepted, but obviously. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. We're here. Um, I think I think you're better off here. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> no regrets. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I guess like the main reason was that we were quite an active family and yeah. the weather over there is just really not that nice. And yeah. that was probably the main reason. Um, and one day my dad was uh, watching TV and he saw quite often over there they would put up uh, jobs that come up in Australia that uh, are looking for skilled people. And um, the main one they always look for is hairdressers, which is kind of funny, but there's apparently a shortage in Australia. But uh, Really? Yes. <laughs> but, there you um, go. I wonder if that's still the same now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there, it's yeah. probably enough. UK people over here now anyway yeah yeah um but he's an engineer and it actually came up uh his what he does they were looking for so he just thought oh I'll just I'll apply and I'll see what happens yeah and he got a phone call within a couple of days um so he works for Iskit Sunwater yeah and he got a phone call and they wanted to fly him out the next week for a interview and to show him uh (laughs) the place yeah so, which was, you know, all a bit crazy and he uh, came out the next week and uh, he came back and, you know, he said, I think we should do it. it um, he was, once you're over 50, it's uh, very difficult to get into Australia on a, so it's a government job and it's very yeah. difficult to get into Australia uh, and become a permanent resident with your whole family. Yeah. Um, so he came back and... Uh, he's like, you know, this is a huge opportunity and probably never going to get an opportunity like this again because he was coming up to his late 40s. Yeah. Uh, so he had to make, we well, we had to make this decision within a month and we we're out of there. Whoa. So, yeah, it was That's huge. We didn't really have time to think about it, Um, which, you know, in some ways might have been for the best because, yeah. you know, we're leaving family and friends, which was definitely the hardest part of it um was to leave our family out there of course um but yeah it was a bit crazy I remember being in school and saying to my friends like I'm moving to Australia in a few weeks and no one believed me of the world yeah no one believed me they thought I was joking wow no we're going Far um, out. That is full on. And as a 16-year-old as well, like that's when you're, fr- you're, you're super close to yeah, your friends and yeah. you're really cementing yourself as a young adult. Yeah. And- yeah. Um, I mean, I was always like, I guess I sort of, I made friends quite easy. So I didn't find it, I don't know, I guess, I, I don't know why I wasn't 
more a bit more sad but I was like this is really cool I'm moving to Australia okay uh so it didn't really phase me that much um and even coming over here I spent uh my final two years in school over here and at that age it's it's pretty good because everyone's a bit more mature and you know okay. it was kind of the cool thing that you're from another country ah, so with this funny accent yeah with this funny accent <laughs> which is actually why I ended up changing because it was frustrating because no one understood what I was saying and I hated repeating myself because I'm lazy so <laughs> I was just like oh I'll just speak like everyone else um but yeah so we wow. ended up there but we moved to East Gippsland which is uh quite rural um yeah. and like I had no idea about Australia or I thought Sydney was the capital um you don't learn I reckon about, a lot of people would yeah yeah um, even probably a lot of Australians, <laughs> you don't learn about Australia in the UK. Um, like in school, we learn about America, we learn about Europe, but it's almost like Australia is just so far away that it kind of gets forgotten about. So really, yeah, I honestly, I had, uh, no idea. Yeah. Um, and when we came here, uh, my dad who had been out for a visit, he told us that it was about an hour away from Melbourne. And an hour away in the UK, that's a, a really long journey. Yeah, Like, yeah, you don't yeah. just drive an hour to go somewhere. Yeah. But it turned out it was three and a half hours away. And I was like, okay, wow. Wow. Yeah. Because that's like, in in the UK, that's like going from one side of the country to the other. Yeah. That's a huge trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because Australia is so big, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Far out. So apart from that, what was the most shocking um, or exciting thing that you learned about Australia once you landed? Um, the most shocking was how cold it was. Yeah. Okay. That was a bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, the most exciting, I just remember going to school the first week and um, the first question everyone would ask you was, what sport do you play? And Really? To, that was like, that blew my mind because oh, it wow. was, I mean, I know it's changed a lot uh in the UK and in Scotland it definitely has the cultures changed and yeah um people are a lot more into sport but at the time it was quite strange to like do sport and to want to be an athlete um that was quite different yeah whereas uh definitely in country Australia everyone plays a sport or does a sport yeah um and I just thought that was it was so cool it was I was like well I swim I cycle and I run and everyone knew what triathlon was. And yeah, right. Yeah, it was just such an eye-opener that um, that just how much involvement people have with sport That's over here. That's cool. Yeah. And then I guess the second question is, what football team do you go for? Uh, I still don't really get it. <laughs> oh, so no. you're not into Aussie rules? <laughs> no. Really? No. Wow. No. Well, I guess you don't live in Victoria all the time. No, so you can, I have you an can excuse. get away with it. Yeah. yeah. But do you have a team at all? No. No, no team. So do you, okay, so moving away from football, do what's a sport that you love to spectate? Um, I love watching gymnastics. Okay. Like, I love that. I did uh, quite a bit of gymnastics when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, they're just amazing. Yeah. Um, And I just think it's amazing what, they're able to do with their bodies and yeah, yeah that's what, probably what part of gymnastics is your favorite all of it it's crazy but <laughs> I uh, want to do it all yeah like the floor routines and the like the acrobatic stuff yeah um when they're in like little groups 
Yeah. Like, that's just, that's cool. Yeah, like, right. each other and throw each other up and... It's very impressive. Yeah, it's super yeah. impressive. There's one thing I struggle though with, um, well, not one thing, but the major thing with things like gymnastics or um, uh, synchronized swimming or diving mm-hmm. is that, and I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it's just something that I do struggle with is that your if you win or lose is based on a judgment call. Yeah. And I, I, I really struggle with that because yeah. I've always been that team sport where you get more points than the other team yeah. or triathlon, obviously it's pretty simple first yeah. person across the line. So yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that too. And I, I think there would be a lot of times where he'd be like, no, I deserve to win that. Yeah. And so that would be really difficult um, because I guess sometimes there probably would be situations where they have just make, made the wrong call. Yeah. Nothing, nothing you can do, but... Uh, Old mate's had a crappy day. Yeah. So he's in a filthy mood. Yeah. But um, I imagine there's a lot more uh, that the judges see than what we would ever see. So I guess no. there's probably tiny expert, little things that... Experts. Well, yeah. Armchair experts for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I imagine it must be... Pretty fair. Yeah. They still do it, I guess. Can you do a handstand or a cartwheel? Yeah, that's like my party trick. Doing handstand, walking on my hands, that's my party trick. I could see you looking at the floor like, I wonder yeah. if I could do it. In- Anytime <laughs> when I walk into a room, the first thing I look is like if there's a big long area where I can walk on my hands. It's like my thing. Yeah. You're hilarious. Yeah. In the off season, Brendan and I, Brendan's fancies himself as a bit of a gymnast, but he didn't learn anything so he doesn't have the pointy toes or okay you know like he doesn't do it all pretty and stuff but his is a bit more rough he taught himself how to do it but that's like our thing in the off season we do like handstand walking races and what just in the park or yeah in the park on the beach on the sidewalk like wherever we are (laughs) i think i don't like to do it too much when i'm racing because your shoulders get really sore it's quite difficult yeah i can imagine if I walk into a room and I see a really good space for it, I'm just, I can't help myself and I just do it. I love that, that you're sizing up a room yeah. when you walk into it. Did you do that when you came over to our house for dinner? Uh, yeah, like hallway. the hallway looks pretty yeah. good. I reckon I could get definitely a few metres in there. You just have Henry as the obstacle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He might throw me out a little bit. but Yeah. Yeah. Next time in the off season, yeah. and we'll throw him in there to see. You know, see what going to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll need to work on that one. Okay, um, let's go back. Brendan, can you? I know who he is. Yeah, but I'd love you to explain who he is. Ah, uh, Brendan's <laughs> my. He's my fiance. Ah. Um. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to use that word. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird word, isn't it? He's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it sounds a bit more mature than boyfriend, so. Yeah. I'll go with it. Um. Yeah, he's my fiance. Um. He used to do triathlon. <laughs> he doesn't do triathlon himself anymore, but he's yeah. he's actually just started coaching. So. Yeah. He's got a bit of an involvement and he looks after me in his spare time excellent yeah he was actually just well it was just announced recently that he's oh uh like in a development coaching role yeah Yeah. so he's going to be based in Wollongong um and it's a development coaching role so he'll have his own program uh where it'll be juniors and under 23s and other athletes who are just starting out at triathlon or who 
have maybe been doing it a while but aren't quite ready to step up to the elite level yet. Yeah. Um, and so he'll sort of be guiding them through. Nice. Yeah. Now, when you say he looks after you. Yep. Like you don't get out of bed until coffee's yeah. brought into yeah. the bedroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the main thing. Um, I stay in bed. He gets up 10 minutes earlier and I sleep really heavy so I don't even hear the alarm and I wake up to the smell of coffee. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. Is that the main reason you said yes to yeah. his proposal? <laughs> yeah, I had to think about it and that popped up and I was like, well, who else would do that? Yeah. Um, speaking of the proposal was only oh, six um, months ago? Uh, not even. Christmas oh, probably is like six months ago. Um, yes. yeah. It was Christmas Eve, yeah. Ah, I got yeah. engaged Christmas Day. Really? Yep. Aww. There you go. But it's not about me. I'd like to hear your proposal. <laughs> no, tell me more. <laughs> well, it was so romantic because that's what Brett and I are all about. <laughs> yeah. No, Brett actually um, tried to surprise me a couple of times, but being the control freak that I am, I kept ruining his oh, plans. No. Accidentally, I didn't I didn't yeah. realise. But um, but it, it summed us up perfectly because yeah. that's just what we do. Okay, that's me. You go. How? Do, how what happened with your proposal? So, Brennan... I didn't realize, but uh, over that Christmas period, I was pretty unfit. I hadn't really started back training yet. Yeah. And um, there's a run that I do from my parents' place that's uh, basically 9K to the top of a hill yeah. and then 9K back, and yeah. I'd set out to do it. Um, and he was going to propose to me at the top of this hill. Uh, I was having a pretty rough day. I wasn't super fit. It was really <laughs> hot outside. And I didn't even make it to the top of the hill before I turned really? around and cracked it. And I was like, I'm going home. So that didn't really happen. Um, and when you crack it, do you crack it good? Yeah, I crack you it real good. Fiery redhead. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yep. Carry um, on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he ended up doing it the next day. I was actually at one of my friend's place. Uh, it was on Christmas Eve and I was catching up with some of my school friends. Um, and on the way home... He had messaged me to say, oh, I'm down at the river. I've just been swimming, uh, drop in. And I was so tired and I couldn't be bothered. And I almost wasn't even, I drive right past the river and I was almost not even going to go because I'm like, oh, I just want to go home. Yeah. Um, but at the last minute, I'm like, all right, I'll come down. And he was just sitting there and uh, yeah, we were just sitting by the river and chatting and then. He proposed, Aww. but uh, he'd actually, in that time, he'd actually set up a GoPro and had filmed the whole thing. So he had a little video, which was kind of cool. Oh, have you watched yeah. it back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that was so nice. kind of how I told all my friends. I just sent them the video. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, and the engagement ring, do you... <laughs> Do you wear it training and stuff? No. You take it. I, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I, I I wear mine all the time, mainly because yeah. I if I take it off, 100% guaranteed that it. I'll lose it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too scared. I feel like, well, it's, so I've actually had it resized twice. Um, oh, really? I have really small fingers. And Brennan had actually, when he got it, he got it as that smaller size that they do for females. Yeah. Um, And I got it resized two sizes down. And it was now a kid's size and it was still too big. And then I had to get it resized another two sizes down. And it was like, apparently it's like a really small kid size ring. Nah. Um, 
But it's still got a little bit of, I don't have it on, but it's still got a little bit of play in it. So I'm, a, I'm too scared to wear it in case I lose it when I'm training or swimming or something. Show me your hand. Oh, that one. Yeah. My hands aren't that small. It's just there it must be. Yeah, right. Yeah. For those of you who can't see, which is all of you, my my fingers were about three times longer than yours. Mm. So. I got like yeah. baby fingers. and. Yeah. You're teeny um, tiny. Yeah. You're a teeny I'm tiny person. I'm a pretty small person. You're yeah. like a gymnast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If only. <laughs> One day. Yeah. Oh, actually, that time's gone. Yeah, it's long gone. That, I've given up on that dream. Yeah. That's yeah. over when you're 16, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. The handstands are all I've got. That's okay. Yeah. Keep holding on to it that yeah. way. Um, I've completely lost my train of thought. It's not like me to be talking about engagement rings <laughs> and what. Yeah, not. it's a bit cute. Yeah. <laughs> I feel dirty. Yeah. Um, but I did wanna I did wanna ask, um, did did he pick out the ring by himself? Yeah, yeah, so he picked out the ring and um he said that he'd been obviously thinking about it for a while. Yeah. And he saw that ring and straight away he's like, Yep, I wanna get that one and Oh wow. For those people who don't know Brendan, he's I uh, I guess his clothing sense everything's <laughs> is a little bit different. Um so <laughs> he's unique. <laughs> yeah, he's quite unique. Um, and the ring is very unique, but like I love it. Um, it's a rose gold rose um ring, which yep. uh yeah, I absolutely love. Oh, it's really that's cute. cool. Yeah. So nice he did work. well. It's quite different. Um, but yeah, I yeah. really like it. I feel um not that it's always the way it has to be with the guy asking the, the girl. Yeah. Whatever. But generally speaking, that's what's happened. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, I I feel bad for for guys having to go through that experience, like in the in the lead up and choosing the ring and figuring it all out. It, uh, yeah, It'd be I hate to so do that. So stressful. It would be like they're gonna wear it for a long time, hopefully. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, um, it would be super stressful. But yeah, I feel like most people would like it. Like I think. Even, I mean, I, I do love the ring, but I feel like if Brennan had picked out a ring for me, I'd like it because he picked it yeah. out for me anyway. And I guess there's a little good bit answer. more into it. Good good response. Yeah. I like but that. But I do love it. Like, I would pick this myself. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Very well good. played. Um, So, Brennan's obviously a massive support for you. Uh, how long have you guys been together for now? Um, uh, We've been officially together for probably four and a half years. What does officially mean? Uh, well, we were started <laughs> seeing each other for a little while and then that kind of stopped. Ah, oh, um, okay. And then we got back together, so, yeah. Right. Okay. So we've known each other for uh, eight years. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. So so he's obviously a big part of, of a, well, sorry, a big support for you, big part of your life, um, parents as well. But who else is in your you know, the the inner sanctum. Yeah. So um, I have three older sisters and a younger brother. Um, I had no idea there were that many yeah, of you. Yeah, there's a lot of us. The McShanes. Yes. And uh, two of my sisters have partners. Yeah. Um, And I also have like a niece, two nieces, two nephews. And uh, we're all a super close family. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we all talk. We've got a big family Facebook conversation, which is kind of cute, but... Yeah, we all c- communicate m- m- pretty much every day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're kind of like my support network, but also my training group. 
Um, yeah. We spend almost every day together the whole year. Yeah. Uh, we live together most of the time. We're training together. And, uh, yeah, they know me really well. Uh, they're yeah. like family and fortunately we all get on super well. That's great. Yeah. In, in, and in a group like that, um, you know, there might be more of the, say, the person that adopts the mother hen role yeah. and – or what that's the only I can think of off the top yeah. of my head. But what kind of role do you play? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you'd have to ask other people that. I um, will. Or yeah. I'll use my own perceptions yeah. from uh, the last three days and I can tell you what I think. No, well, I don't know. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We definitely, I mean, we're all very different people, but it works. You are. Yeah. yeah. It works well. Um, I guess because we are different people. And yeah. most of us, I mean, a lot of us, like I've known Ryan for eight years now, uh, Tamsin, Natalie and Grace for six or seven years and we spent a lot of time together. So, you yeah. know, we know each other so well that we know when we're annoying the other person or we're, hap- we're happy to say like, be quiet, you're annoying me or whatever. That's how you'd say it, isn't oh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, we would definitely tell each other to shut, shut yeah. up and that's totally fine because yeah. we do, we're quite close now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess everyone's sort of got their own role and, yeah. uh, you know, there's that many of us that one day you might want to go to coffee with one person yeah, and right. the next day you're like, no, I think I'll go with them or, yeah. yeah. So you're not always doing everything together. No, definitely yeah. not. Um, yeah. And that's why it does work well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, quite a lot often we do different training as well. So yeah. we're not always doing every single session together. Yeah. A lot of sessions we will do together. Um. And that's fun, but some sessions we'll do a part as well. Um, and we're, you know, if we have an easy run or an easy ride, we're like to go off on our own or go off with a couple and... Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i going to take a stab at what I think mm-hmm. you, you are. Okay. <laughs> Don't be nervous. No, um, it, and it's really... Like I was saying this to Ash. I, I do enjoy coming to these um, camps and whatnot, Um because I get to, and it's not always stuff that I'll report on, but yeah. it's really good to see um, the dynamics of yeah. groups um, and how you interact with each other. And, you know, when I interview you, not that you guys don't uh, aren't honest with me or anything like that at races, but it's always nice to see athletes yeah. away from races. You just get yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's basically what this podcast is about. Um, but just sort of watching you interacting with the others and, and that them interacting with you in return – you you're not like the you're not the loud one of the group the mm-hmm. most outgoing or anything but you can't to me you seem like a bit of a rock a bit of a center um I don't know if calming influence is the right term mm-hmm. but you just you you seem like the salt of the earth kind of athlete and people gravitate towards you not necessarily um because you're being boisterous or anything, but you, I don't know, people seem to gravitate around you. That's, that's yeah. how I sort of view it. Do you yeah. think that's fair? Yeah, no, I definitely think that's fair. Um, and I guess I'm other than Ryan, like I'm been here the longest. So, yeah, okay. um, I know everyone quite well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it probably would be like that. Yeah. And what about, um, thinking along the same lines, what about in your family? Where do you, with four Four other siblings. Yeah, where, where, do you, siblings. where do you fit in that? Or where do you fit in terms of uh, chron- chronologically? Yeah. Um, and then I guess your role. 
So my three sisters are quite a bit older than me. Okay. Um, uh, I think, oh, okay, I'm not very good with the ages, <laughs> but they're like 10, 8, and 6 years older than me. Oh, wow. Um, and my brother is younger than me. So okay. myself and my brother are quite similar in age. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of like the babies yeah. of the family. Um, so, you know, I guess growing up I always, and I still do look up to my sisters, like they're all pretty amazing people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they sort of, um, like, I'm probably closer with each of them than they are with each other, almost. So again, I think so. Again, you're kind of like the, yeah. the rock, the glue. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Even though they were always, you know, a lot older with, than me, I guess I spent a lot of time with each of them. Yeah. Um, and I think that happens too with families. Uh, you're probably closer with the ones that aren't. So close in age with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Look at us, like, psychologizing yeah. stuff. Yeah. That. Probably the other guys are listening to this and they're like, no, she's not. Yeah. She, she's the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like her. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what they'll be saying. I'm sure of it. Um, now, we're going we're gonna to do a massive circle back. I don't even know where circle back. I don't know. If that's I don't know where we term. were in the beginning, so I don't actually remember. And now that we've started talking, I've forgotten what I was actually going Circling to circle back. back so we're just going to yeah. ad lib for a bit. Circles Can... are cool. Okay. Yeah. Why do you like circles? Is that your favorite shape? Yeah. <laughs> it's just infinite. Yeah. Just keeps it just going. Doesn't stop. It's amazing. Yeah. You've really thrown me off what I, I was know. going to ask you. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> and I just spat. Um. We, I was thinking, and I'm just going to be thinking out loud now. Um, was, what was I going to say? I'll cut that out. Actually, I don't have to. It's my show. I can swear if I want. Yeah, you can do what you want. Do you, Do you swear much? You don't seem like a swearer. Uh, no, but when we are in the group, yeah. everyone, we go all go through periods where we all say similar stuff. And yes. sometimes we go through a period where we're all swearing. It's normally because of the boys. They yeah. started off and then we'll all start swearing and then we have to be like, no, we got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a nickname growing up? Or do you have a nickname now? Uh, um, most people just call me Shar. Yeah. JT's got probably like 20 different nicknames. I bet. For me. He's like the nickname. Everyone has a nickname to him. Yeah. Um, I don't understand half of what he's saying. Me neither. Yep. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I belong now. Yep. Um, yeah. But I didn't really have a nickname, just Shar or yeah. Oh, when I was real young, it was like Shazzy. Shazzy. Yeah. Wait, when you got to Australia? No, I... before that. Really? Yeah, because that's, like, that's really a very young. Australian thing. Yeah. Shazzy. Yeah. You're really not a Shaz though. My email address. What, this oh, is when God. I was real young. Was like Shazzy dot Snazzy. Oh at, God. Like, Nineteen ninety nine at Yahoo or AOL or something. Brilliant. Yeah. It's not my email address anymore, but <laughs> I'm I'm putting it down <laughs> yeah, in, in my contact it. list. Shaz what did you say? Shazzy. Shazzy dot snazzy. See, that conjures up images of <laughs> oh, no. jeans with um oh, I probably what, had them. What 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 are those things? Is it bedazzle? Yeah, or yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm Yeah. And, and then there's those pen things that you could draw on your jeans yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I would have had all that stuff. Wow. When I was called Shazzy Snazzy. Bring it back. Yeah. 
bring back Shazzy Snazzy. Mm. <laughs> no. The world doesn't need to see no. that. I still can't remember what I was going to go back to. Yeah. Unbelievable. What was your nickname? I've never really had a nickname either. And I'm. Because it's I'm so easy to show about it. Yeah. Steph, that's I've never short. been called Stephanie. Is that your real name, Stephanie? Yeah. 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 So, Steph. Yeah. Well, yeah. You probably that's wouldn't it. just be called Steph, would you? You'd probably be called Stephanie. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But my mum, they spelt it with an F. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people are PH, but they spelled it with an F so my grandmother could remember how to spell it. <laughs> she still stuffs it up every now and then. Do you know my grandma's on Facebook? It's pretty impressive. That is impressive. And the other day, she sent me a Facebook video for my birthday, like one of those Aww. ones with the balloons and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so pretty cute. impressive. She's yeah. like eighty something. Yeah, 80 I actually don't know how to send a video with balloons. So. I don't know how to do it. No, that's, that's quite cool. Yeah, I still don't remember where I was yeah. going to go. We, I'm loving your tangent. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I really can't remember. It was a, such a good question. Yeah, it'll come to you. Do, do you want to ask me a question? Uh, now we're going really left field. Ask yeah. me something. I'll ask you something. Oh, let me think. Um, not triathlon related. Okay, not triathlon related. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Interviewing people is hard. Yeah, it is really hard. Um, <laughs> uh, um, What were you like in school? Were you smart? Definitely. Really? Uh, no, I I was an all-rounder at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously sport, um, yeah. music. Yep. I was uh, really into music. Like, what did you do? I played the drums and saxophone. Wow. Yeah, I really That's miss it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I really miss that artistic side yeah. um, of my life. Although in saying that, I've really been enjoying photography and yeah. biography and, and learning all that sort of stuff. But I still I, – I want to pick up the saxophone again probably because it's just a little bit easier yeah. than picking up a drum kit because yeah. well, actually be picking cumbersome. It up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I really miss playing music. Yeah. Um, and my, my favourite subjects were PE and maths. I loved that. Wow. Loved it. Yeah. I think – I liked it so much that because similar, I guess, to racing. Yeah. If you cross the line first, you win. Yeah. And in mass, you're right or you're wrong. Yeah. There's no, and so I hated English, hated writing essays because I just, I just wanted to be, you know, move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, which is interesting now that you know I edit a website and was editor at a magazine and everything. My English teacher would die really yeah there's no way she believes that i that i was an editor (laughs) um but yeah so that's what i i enjoyed at school and i was i was cheeky i was a yeah but i got away with stuff yeah because i'd still get on my work done well that's the thing if you're like still smart and you play it cool then yeah you can get away with that kind of thing yeah yeah Yeah, i used to do i threw a pen at a teacher once he was annoying me it was in science well that seems very fair exactly (laughs) you should always carry pens with you you never know when people are going to annoy you when correct click one and i think i think one of the major things with with that guy was i didn't respect him yeah so i yeah that's why i always mucked around in his classes and stuff because i yeah i really need to respect it to respect someone yeah and i found that across 
with everything, coaching, um, employment, all that sort of stuff, have to respect the people who are basically telling me what to do. Yeah. Um, And if I don't, then... (laughs) Not going to work. Yeah, I really battle battle with people telling me what to do. Yeah. I think respect is really important. Yeah. I I assume that's um, one of the reasons that you've stayed with Jamie, like you've been with Jamie for so long. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, towards the end of the last last year, I was... A bit up in the air about what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, not just in terms of Jamie, but in terms of triathlon full stop. Really? And um, C- Can I ask, Is that did that have a lot to do around the Olympics? Yeah, and, definitely, yeah, definitely. The team? And I just I just wanted to take my time and make sure that when I, if I started back again, yeah. that uh, I wanted to be in it for the long haul and I wanted to commit to another four years because yeah. I didn't, I didn't want, want to waste anyone's time. Um, yeah around it if I wasn't fully committed so uh you know the first when I had those sort of doubts and those feelings the first person I contacted was JT because yeah you know I really respect his opinion he knows me like extremely well yeah um so he was the first person and the only person really that I had to contact yeah um just to get advice from um so yeah I'm still here so yeah (laughs) obviously he Tell me the right things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think, you know, and I see athletes that swap from coach to coach and I think often it's just, uh, I guess, if it doesn't work, maybe you, you do start to lack respect for your mm. coach and um, and if you don't respect your coach and don't believe in what he believes is the best for the athlete, then it's never going to work. Yeah. Um, you have to have 100% complete faith. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. And and the coach's time. And the coach's time, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it's so true. Is Has there been anyone else throughout your life that you felt, even like pre-triathlon, that you felt that way? Yeah, about? when I was uh, in Scotland, I had a running coach too. Yeah. Um, And he was very similar. I guess quite similar uh, influence to what Jamie's had with me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, my parents, my whole family actually, like, um, you know, I completely respect their opinions and if yeah. I'm ever in trouble with anything or I'm not quite sure about something, they're the first people I go to and yeah. um get advice from. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like I like hearing how close people are to their families. Um and I had a similar conversation with Ash. Um because it's it's I imagine the life that you guys live it, it's it's tough you're away from your family a lot and when your family is such a vital role in in your growing and evolving and stuff when you don't get to spend heaps of time with them it's it's hard but I imagine when you go home things just pick up from where you left it yeah definitely yeah. and when I get to go home it's all about me because I'm yes. the one that's been missing <laughs> uh, you're an evil genius yes I know I plan it all out um yeah no definitely we're super close and uh it is really hard like when I'm away for so long um because they get together quite a lot and I see all the pictures and I'm like I wish I was there and yeah especially with uh my nieces and nephews um like with them growing up I I have to miss a lot of that but yeah you know with uh social media and you know Facebook and everything yeah it's quite easy to keep in contact and um you know, quite often my sisters will send through videos of my niece and nephew and yeah. so I'm still kind of there and uh, 
they make sure that, you know, they always understand what I'm doing and my niece always watches my races and Oh, that's so Yeah, cute. she can't really pick she my sister will send me videos and she just shouts at any Australian like, Go Charlotte So um it's pretty cool. That's so cute. Do you just just on that, um and I'm not just talking about uh kids in your family, but do you as an as an elite athlete get a sense that there's young kids looking up to you and um, watching you and that side's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and I, it probably is weird. I, I imagine it's weird for every elite athlete. Yeah. Um, because I still feel like I'm that kid. Yeah. Sometimes of I go to races and I'm like, oh, they're so amazing. And I'll be on the start line with them yeah. or I'll beat one of them. And I'm like, it's a bit strange. Yeah. Um, who's, who's one of those athletes? Oh, I mean, a lot of the girls are, you know, people like Andrea. Um, yeah. Those girls that have, been like Jodie Simpson yeah. that have been around for quite a number of years. Yeah. Um, you know, like it doesn't seem like that long ago I was a kid watching them. Yeah, right. And uh, seeing them how amazing they're doing, and now I'm on the start line with them. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. But you know, when I go to races like Gold Coast and stuff, and afterwards there's little kids running up and they all want your autograph and they know who you are. It's like, wow, I've, I've got to be really smart here and yeah. act like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, It, it so, would be really trippy, but yeah. also it's kind of cool. exciting and nice. Yeah, because yeah. like, I did triathlon as a kid growing up and um, uh, in Scotland uh, there was a couple of really high-level triathletes, uh, Katrina Morrison oh, yeah. and Kerry Lang. Um, yeah. And... My dad actually knew them very well. So growing up, they gave me some of their, like, sponsor kit and stuff. Oh, no way. And, like, I treasured that so much and I thought it was so cool. So, you know, I try to always think back to then and, like, how cool I used to think that kind of stuff was coming from, you know, a professional athlete. So, you know, hopefully I can do as much as I can like that as well. Yeah. It's so important, I think, all that kind of stuff. Like, I think you guys should be put on a pedestal you should um kids should be looking up to you um like to to most sports people Mm -hmm. but i really look at triathlon in that um it's such a pure kind of sport um i don't know if that's because there's not heaps of money in it or i I don't know but i just think triathlon can uh, or triathletes can really teach the the next uh generation a, a thing or two yeah, I think so. Yeah. Definitely think so. Like, I guess the thing with triathlon is um, it is such a difficult sport because, you know, trying to find that balance between the all mm. three, I don't think it's easy for anyone to yeah. do. So everyone's got, like, those struggles. Yeah. Um, Because it's very rare for someone to be extremely talented over all three. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. So um, everyone's sort of got their own battles and their own struggles. Yeah. And so it's always teaching that you, you're constantly evolving. Yeah. Like everyone's in search of that perfect race, right? Yeah. Whether you be elite or age group or there's just always something that yeah. you're trying to perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very cool. We're about to wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> um, I do have one last question for you. Yep. I ask everyone this question. Okay. Um, I, but I'm starting to feel like it's a little bit selfish and <laughs> that I'm asking it. But I, like I'm, I'm interested to find out from you guys what you think about WhatsApp and what we're trying to create and trying to, to build. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think 
not triathlon does very well at supporting women. Mm. Um, it's one of the few sports that it really does support women. Uh, it's definitely ahead of yeah. a lot of other sports for sure. But at the same time, uh, outside of like the triathlons themselves, the media isn't always quite as equal, um, which makes it difficult. And uh, I don't know why that is the case. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the women's racing is awesome and it can be just as exciting as what the men's racing is. Yeah. So to have a platform like WhatsApp that is showcasing females um, across all different distances and is supportive of females. It's not, you know, trying to tear down each other or speak negatively about it. That's pretty cool. And um, I think that's awesome, not just for elites, but for all females that are doing triathlon themselves. Awesome. Well, it's good to hear. Yeah, thank you. We oh, all appreciate it, Steph. Oh, well, thank Trust you. Me. I'm just doing it to get a pat on the back. No, <laughs> I, like, I, I really like to, and again, I said this to Ash, um, it does sound like I'm just trying to get you guys to say nice things about what we're doing, but it's um, it's actually it's important for me to, yeah. to get feedback and find out whether you do actually feel like it is doing something good for yourselves, but for the sport in general. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Awesome. Um, and as I think the sport grows with female participation. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be even more important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very good point. We're going to leave it there because I'm very aware that it's probably about 10 minutes past your dinner time. Uh, yeah. uh, I can hear you. It's always dinner struggling. time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, man, I cannot believe how much food you guys have had. To well, I don't need eat. to go to dinner because i got some chocolate-coated nice. uh, nuts and goji berries and all sorts. Super so, berries. Yeah. Excellent. Don't tell That's your dinner. coach or your nutritionist yeah. that I did that for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you guys are flat out while you're here, so I really appreciate the time. Thanks um, for having us. It's a, yeah, it's a pleasure. And thanks for like following us around. and Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> being annoying. Barely no. being able to follow you today on the no, mountain bike. No, you actually – that was impressive. So Steph's mountain bike, it's not actually <laughs> a mountain bike. It's just a – it's a bike. Oh, God. And it doesn't really have grip on the tyres – I don't know what the gears are like, but she was on some pretty rough, rocky terrain today. So you did well. Thank you. It, yeah. it actually killed me. It got to the end or halfway through. And, uh, um, I was impressed. Nat and Renee had to come back and get oh, me. Cause well, I, yeah. Yeah. And Thank like God. you had no bike shoes on. Like, yeah. yeah. Good job. And yeah. Uh, it doesn't even look like it fits you. It, no, it, and I probably should have worn Nick's yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah sitting is not the most comfortable thing right now. Not for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. We'll chat with you soon. All right, thank you. Thank you, Shazza Nazar. Next week we have Michelle Vesterby joining us on these here airwaves and she is always a guaranteed laugh. And that's even if you don't think what she's saying is funny her laugh itself will have you in stitches best laugh ever uh, check out our latest what the fartlek video which is on the website and you'll see exactly what i mean oh and please subscribe if you wish to do so or not whatever that's cool um and oh some very exciting things coming up i've been teasing this for a little while and we're very 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 close um we will be relaunching a new website a new logo and there will also be a new section on the website that we are pretty excited about that's about it for now so okay bye